ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Big Up Balls podcast. My name is Steve Trudeau. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Michael Almeida and Manuel Pacheco. Guys, how are you? So Emmanuel's already got the interruption of the draft. So there we go. It's every single time. At least it's not his computer. It's just him just making his own. I don't think he can hear us right now. So for those... For those watching, listening on the podcast, this today is going to be a little unorthodox. We're actually watching live the NBA draft because uh, we have two Orlando Magic fans, one Toronto Raptor, Raptor fan. So we're kind of intrigued and really invested in this draft. So we're, we're a little little running behind. Emmanuel's still trying to figure out how to plug things in. So we apologize to those listening on podcast. If it's a little herky-jerky today, that is why. Yeah, this is going to be pretty crazy too because – like Steve said, we got a lot invested. Orlando has two picks. Uh, for some freaking reason, God loves, or someone in the universe, the basketball gods love Emmanuel, and the Raptors snuck <laughs> in front of us with the fourth pick. So like Trudeau said, we have a lot invested. This is going to be a really fun time. You're going to hear our opinions on certain players that we like and we don't like. Yeah, me and Mikey have been doing some uh, some scouting and analysis throughout the day to figure out who is the real deal in this draft. Uh, who could be bust and right now i'm looking at the draft board and like for me the top four picks is where you want to land um cade cunningham evan mobley jalen green jalen suggs one of those four guys would make your day and luckily for toronto and emmanuel those lucky sobs somehow found a way to sneak into the top four uh so that's not luck that's not luck when you have a whole country behind you that's (laughs) oh god (laughs) His only yeah. only thing that he says about his freaking team. Uh, the other thing too is, uh, as Trudeau said, that there's four: our friend of the show and our draft analyst and basketball guru. Seamus says there's five. So if he does join us today, I want to hear that fifth player that he's talking about. I don't watch basketball as much, um, but I'm still hoping that Orlando grabs one of these top four that Trudeau is really high on. Yeah, I'm not sure what he meant by like you want to be a top five pick because outside the top four, right, that fifth slot has been switched so many times in the past week or so, which to me, that kind of indicates that there's a lot of uncertainty with the fifth overall pick. So I really want one of those top four guys in Green, Suggs, Mobley, and Cunningham. Me and Mikey were talking earlier about this, and we're really hoping that one of these top four teams screws up and picks someone (laughs) stupid. And our target, Mike, is who? Who do you think is going to mess up? The Cleveland Cavaliers, baby. They do it time and time again. They're just like Orlando, but they get better picks. <laughs> and there is Emmanuel on cue with his one-a-day or one-a-podcast noise oh, from his phone. But, but yeah. Trudeau, this could be Daryl Morey. So we have to watch out. This <laughs> He's could calling be in. He's giving me the picks. Talk about, I know that this doesn't have to do with the draft, but it could be because if Ben Simmons is traded tonight, what is Daryl Morey on? He's got to be on some strong, you know, crack cocaine or something asking that much for Ben Simmons. Trudeau, we don't even have that much to give for Ben Simmons. Yeah. So I think there's two things that are at play here. I think number one, people are like super down on Ben Simmons. And I understand he had a really rough playoffs run. But I think he's better than what he showed in the playoffs. So I think people are already down on him to begin with. So they don't think he's worth anything. But number two, they're asking for way more that's even reasonable. So I was down with the the offer of Wiggins, um, Wiseman, and the two first-round picks this draft. 
But now I'm hearing they want two additional first round picks in the upcoming years, which is bananas. Um, and I guess the uh, the GM of the Golden uh, Golden State Warriors just laughed him out of the room when they heard that. Well, what are you going to do with that? That's you're literally mortgaging everything for a guy who cannot shoot. He just can't shoot. Yep. So we're just going to break into the in the discussion right now. The first pick was made, and to surprise to nobody, Cade Cunningham went first. He was the consensus number one the entire time. He is a huge, um, big, big point guard at 6'8", about 220 pounds. So he is physically a, a really impressive specimen. Great on defense. Great shot creator. Can get his own shot. Obviously, number one overall pick. Everyone thought going to the tonight. And even um, earlier in the day, Woj announced that they had worked out a deal with the Detroit Pistons. So no brainer there, right, Mikey? No, we knew this coming in. It was already, and this is actually kind of a rarity because in past um, selections, they usually don't make a deal beforehand and then announce it. But ESPN announced it early today around what was it, Steve? Uh, three, three o'clock? Yeah, midday. Yeah, saying that's, oh, you know, he's going to be with the Pistons. And like you said, he only tried out for the Pistons. That guy is confident. He's like, I'm not, I'm not wasting my time. I like cutting him. He's smart. He's not going to waste his time, his greatest asset on this earth to go flirt with the Bulls or uh, it's not the Bulls, the Rockets or the Cavaliers. Forget that, man. He knew he was going. And now the Pistons are a lucky team. Yeah, and the only knock on uh, Cade Cunningham is he doesn't have elite explosiveness and quickness laterally. So he's just um, he he's comped as like his ceiling is like a Luka Doncic, which that's I mean that's an impressive comp for being like what you could be potentially. But if you think about Luka, like he doesn't beat you with the speed or quickness. He's just really strong and a really solid player handling the ball, getting to the rim to the rim and shooting. That's kind of how Cade Cunningham plays. So good for Detroit. Um, they have a great player, great young player. I'm excited for Detroit too, because they've had some down years and, you know, with that whole fiasco with our guy, uh, what was the coach that they hired to be the GM? Oh, Stan, the man, Stan, 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 the man, you know, going in there and then not doing so hot. And, you know, Detroit has very strong basketball roots. So this is a, really big pickup and they can start their build and now getting Blake Griffin off their, you know, payroll this past year. That's it's, it's going to be good things moving forward for the, the Pistons. Yeah. And they had one of the most improved players in the league um, in Jeremiah Grant. So they have some young players that, that look interesting and add Cunningham to the mix. I really like what they have going on in the future. Emmanuel, quick question for you, buddy. Yeah. I know. I know you kind of ran in here last minute. Is everything okay? Your hair's your hair's kind of disheveled. Oh, is yeah, everything it's our good? anniversary. We had an anniversary. Dude, dude, just stop it there. Just don't, we don't want to know. Hair <laughs> messed up. Just, just literally. Yeah. No. Okay. We heard enough. Good for you, pal. Wait. So you, <laughs> you left you. your anniversary dinner to come do this stupid podcast? Yeah. Yeah. See, my wife. She said, "Yeah, you got to go to the boys." Because they need you. <laughs> Even though I, this is my very first draft. I know nothing about the draft. I know nothing. All I know is oh. Scotty Barnes is the guy we want. How That's how how elite Wait, is you want how, Scotty Barnes? Yeah. Listen. listen how, <laughs> That's all I know. Trudeau, Trudeau, how elitist is that? This is my first time in the draft. The Raptors, <laughs> we don't deal with drafts. <laughs> We're too good for drafts. Okay. Really good. So, wow, that they, is the pick already in? No. So the Houston Rockets no. are on the clock. There's okay. I, it's consensus. It's either one or two players going right now. And uh, Evan Mobley and Jalen Green. My bet's so, Green. 
<laughs> yeah, I would think green as well. That's kind of what people have been mocking. And kind of just to paint the picture of what um, Jalen Green's about, he's like a he's a six five guard. He's a little undersized at 180 pounds, but he's super super athletic, like very explosive athleticism. Probably the best athlete in the draft. A good defender. Um, they're saying like he could be a, sort of like a at the very pinnacle, maybe if he overachieves, like a Clyde Drexler type, um, but like a, maybe like a Zach Levine type. So just think of like a really good athlete. I heard and, Tracy McGrady too, Stephen. Yeah, and I mean, these it, there's, there's no guarantee they turn into this type of player, but that's just kind of like some of the player comps, um, you know, that they could, if everything goes right, develop into. And then on the flip side, Evan Mobley's the other guy getting thrown around at number two. He's interesting. I really like him. Um, he's kind of a skinny, uh, big, seven foot tall, but he's very athletic, um, a great shot blocker. Uh, so some of his comps are like Bam Adebayo. So like that sort of like very mobile big man who can roll to the basket, play very good defense. Um, and then they say like his his max ceiling could be like an Anthony Davis if all goes right or like a Chris Chris Bosh. So he's really exciting. Uh, this draft's really interesting because they said that, you know the the top three guys in this draft probably could be like number ones in any other year. So like if they all went out last year they could have all been number one overall picks. So super deep at the top. And that begs the question, Mikey, you know, we asked, you know, we're Orlando Magic fans. We asked, do you think Orlando can trade up into that top three range? And personally, I don't think, uh, I don't think that any of these teams drafting top three would want to trade out of that. Let's just wait till the Cavs do something stupid. Let's just be patient. That's what Orlando's approach has been. You know, that's, that's the GM of Orlando and the president of basketball operations, they just, they're patient. But I think that Emmanuel would definitely want a guy like green because he scores. And today Emmanuel's a scorer. It seems like. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys, but you guys have to explain to me how the draft actually works because they're on the clock. They have certain amount of time to pick. Yeah. So that each team has five minutes to pick and that's just to avoid this going on all night. Yeah, the yeah. thing is, usually they know what they want to do within the first two minutes or, you yeah. know, you, you know, right away. But there's a lot of guys just kind of like leveraging, trying to make a trade happen. Uh, yeah, the picks in, by the way. Yeah, so the pick is in. And also these these picks, Emmanuel, can be traded during the draft for yeah. players already in the league. Oh. And vice versa, they can actually trade guys that they just drafted to other teams. So we'll see what happens. I'm guessing with the second pick, the Rockets will take Jalen Green. Green. But now, I, I, go ahead, Trudeau. My question for you is, and depending on, I know that you might say depending on team, but let's say you were the general manager of whatever team that you wanted to be on. Do you go with talent or a need? I think it really depends if you're like, if you're someone who's comp- competing now, you probably want to fill a hole and fill a need. But if you're like the Orlando Magic, we talked about this on the phone earlier, the Orlando Magic doesn't have a lot of prospects of like, winning now so for me i take the best player available to just try to hit gold and find a superstar because it makes no sense in my eyes for them to go for mobily here with christian wood just does not so make sense for them the thing about that and here's the pick right now adam silver's up and we'll talk let's about see what he second. says first yeah well we can't see we can't hear it but you know <laughs> i well, like and uh, jalen green which we all expected yeah. to go there that's the guy so, i wanted yeah, that'll be that's a great pick for them. Um, you know, they lost an explosive guard in uh, James Harden. They replaced him with another very good, highly touted guard in Jalen Green. But to your question about 
you know, could Christian Wood play alongside Evan Mobley? I think yes. And the reason why I say that is Evan Mobley, while he's seven foot tall, he's listed as a power forward slash center. So he's very lean. He's not like a traditional, like, I'm going to get the ball in the paint and just bully you. He's a very skilled, athletic big man. So he could play the four. And that's what might happen um, in Cleveland, where the Cavaliers already have a very good center in um, guy at the Afro. I'm drawing a blank. Someone help me. Jared Allen. Allen? Yeah, Jared Allen. Or Garrett Allen, yeah. So they have Garrett Allen, and he's going to be playing the center most likely. But I think you can pair Evan Mobley with Garrett Allen and have Allen at the five, Mobley at the four, and still and still be uh, effective. No, Cleveland's going to pick someone like Trey Murphy the third or Jalen Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going. What are we talking about here? They're going to take Anthony Bennett again. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like, listen, Anthony Bennett's had some time to cool off. He's still, what, like 28? We're good. Or they're just going to pick. They're going to ruin this somehow. They always do. Just just wait for it. So, um, Emmanuel, I think you'll be happy if Jalen Suggs falls to your Raptors. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. some of my notes on Jalen Suggs, right, is he's athletic, good playmaker, very strong, good defender. But a big note is that he he's a big-time hustle guy. Big time effort guy, big time team player guy, and just very high IQ, and that's kind of what the Raptors like, right? Well, <laughs> well, I know that everybody's rooting for Scotty Barnes for them to get Scotty Barnes, and I know Suggs, and there's another one, Kaminga, who I don't know anything about. I do like Kaminga, yeah, yeah. So those are the three that I know that people have been talking about with the Raptors, but um, I think Scotty Barnes is the one that I think they want first. I have a lot of respect for the Raptors, but if they're going to go after Kaminga, the best process to do is trade out of four and get what you can because Kaminga is probably going to go in that, what, six to seven range, Trudeau? Uh, so he's projected to be like, I don't know, anywhere between five and eight. And really? Kaminga is interesting because he has a lot of upside. So he's like a very, very good athlete. Um, but he's kind of raw. So it really <laughs> depends. Like he could develop into a great player or he could just end up by being complete bust. It's really hard to tell. Yeah. I feel like that's the NBA draft. Like it's way harder than other sports. And we spoke about this earlier today too. Um, not live, but the NBA, like these scouts need to find better processes to figure this out because in the MLB, you got a lot more time with these guys. There's 35 rounds NFL. Once again, they have seven rounds and that you don't, you're not rushed to play right off the bat. Um, but the NBA, it's like, you're throwing darts sometimes, man, 18 year olds jumping on a court playing against these veterans and some of the best players in the world. That's crazy. So I am getting news that, uh, I, thought I we believe, were- Russell Westbrook just got traded to the LA Lakers. It's a, it's official now. Good for him. I'm hey, excited. Did Lowry get traded yet? No, He's Lowry a is a free agent, so he can sign wherever he wants. He can go, but right, because that was all just fake news, right? When they were saying that he was going to go to Miami, right? Yeah, yeah you, you you got fooled by the internet. I know. Mikey called it. Mikey said, "No, you're being fooled." I said, and and it was actually on the radio here. They were saying it was like everybody was in it, it was in an uproar. Canada's back to lockdown just because of Kyle Lowry. Move <laughs> <laughs> on inside. Everybody inside now. Kyle Lowry, you're not going anywhere without oh, our yeah. government telling here goes, here goes Woj with his Woj alert, letting us know that uh, Lakers just got Russell. 
Well, what does that do? It's, you know, Lakers are it's interesting. Good. I don't know. I, I don't know how much better it makes them. I mean, I know it's an upgrade over um, Dennis Schroeder, but <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you this right now. Westbrook's not shooting 20 times a game anymore. Yeah, that's for sure. It's interesting because you're going to, you figure LeBron will have the ball in his hand the majority of the time. And Westbrook <laughs> isn't really known as like a, a perimeter threat. So I don't really know how it's going to fit and it's going to work. But you know what might be helpful is they might actually switch up. They might put LeBron more. Um, LeBron more might be more like off ball to give him a break because he's getting up there in age. And you might see Westbrook, uh, you know, you might see Westbrook handling more. Hey, hey, Emmanuel, I know what you have to do. I know you like to play the snidbits during our segments. The so, <laughs> you know, those things that I, he's an angry elf, that stuff. You got to yeah, get... Yeah. You got to get the, from the Tom Hanks movie, the captain one. I'm the captain now. Okay, that's, that. that's, what, okay. that's what LeBron did on his phone call to Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I'm the captain now. All right. So Cleveland's pick is in. Let's hope they screw All right. Come on, Jalen Johnson. Hey. Nah, they're going to get Mobley. They're going to yeah. do something dumb. Yeah, Evan Mobley. Yeah, so there we go. It's pretty much all chalk so far. It's nothing too, too out of sort. No, now this is the big one right here. Does the raptors take sugs or do they i think they take sugs hey would... emmanuel has the you know upper hand on us he he has the kyle lowry going somewhere and now the uh the scotty barnes take barnes scotty barnes i'm i'm hoping for that i am also hoping that toronto takes scotty barnes because as a magic <laughs> wow. fan i would love to have jalen suggs over scotty barnes yeah okay what I do mean, we do with that eight pick? I think we go after Kamaja rather than go after Moses. What's his Moody. name? <laughs> what's what's his name? Kaminga, whatever. Kamaja. Kamaja <laughs> sounds a, better. No. This is Emmanuel's first draft, and he knows the names better than you do. I, yeah. Dude. Oh, okay, okay. He didn't. No, no, know. don't test me because yeah. that's all I know. Hey, what school did Jalen Johnson go to? G Gonzaga. Yeah. Nice. No. He went to Duke. Oh, okay. I thought I got it right. Damn it. How about give us a little bit about Trey Murphy the third? I know nothing about Moses Moody. I didn't even know the first two. So so give us a fake analysis. Go ahead. Give me something. Yeah. Give me, no, something I don't up. know. I don't know. Moses Moody. Emmanuel, can I show you how it's done? Yeah, yeah. Go, I'm, go. Uh, Mikey, make up a name. Uh, Bob Fungus. <laughs> oh, Bob Fungus. He is great with the ball. Ultimate team player. Um, for his size, a very abnormally large wingspan, which makes him a great perimeter defender. Great with the shot blocking. His only downfall is his perimeter offense is a little shaky, but they think that in time it can develop and he can be a great contributor to any team. Bob Fungus, if you're not taking him top 10, you're missing out on an excellent prospect. Bobby so what Bob. did we learn? That Steve would be wow. an excellent, excellent used car salesman somewhere in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> that was good the that secret like is really i usually good. don't know what i'm talking about in this podcast i just pretend like i do oh that's what it is he only when knows when he drinks his super juice oh and just just for those who are who are unaware bob fungus is not a real basketball player i made that up <laughs> his super juice <laughs> his hennessy that that's i what got he the needs. good hennessy tonight i got the uh the master's blend which is like See, a hennessy that is like a hundred dollars for a bottle Oh, wow. Trudeau, tell us who's your sleeper in the draft because you like that kid. Uh, from... So someone that I'm intrigued by is Josh Giddy. So he's an Australian player. 
but I like him because he's a six foot eight, like forward who plays like a guard. So he's six foot eight, but he can handle. It kind of reminds me of like uh like a Hidu Turklu type. Um which I like. I mean, I don't think he's gonna be a, an all-star, but that's a pretty interesting type of player. You could play him, you know, with the the two spot, one spot if you wanted to. He's likely gonna play like a three, but who knows? I have a feeling that they're not gonna take Suggs. I don't know why. I hope not. No, Scotty Barnes. I'll tell you who I don't want. I don't want Jalen Johnson at all. I just don't like him. And he's from Duke, and I'm a huge Duke guy, but I I don't know. Just not crazy about him. So I hope you guys pick him right now. <laughs> so is this the number three pick or fourth pick? This is the, the fourth Four. now? Yeah. yeah this, this, is your first, this is your, this is your pick. pick. Yeah, this is this is the Scotty Barnes. How much Jalen Suggs, Scotty Barnes. Here we go. See, uh, Jalen Suggs is from Gonzaga. I knew I yeah. heard that. See? No, you just like Gonzaga because that was your pick yeah, I know. this year. Didn't I pick it last time for uh Yeah. They didn't Collins? win though. They didn't win. No, they came close. They did come close. Oh, so we're doing the close thing? That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy Horton's on the line right here. We should have pick calling oh. during the during oh, the picks line. in. All right. No, the picks, picks in, in here we go. Toronto. They're come just on. reviewing the Lakers Wizards trade on the screen. So I mean the Wizards got Kuzma, Harrell, KCP. Uh looks like a first round pick. I mean, that's not bad for the Wizards considering they're clearing a, a shit ton of cap room in Westbrook. Yeah, Beasley's next. Not Beasley, uh, Beal. Oh, it looks like it looks like Suggs is going to go. They're zooming in on him on the camera. Yeah. I hope yeah, it's just not show bad. how sad he is. See. No, I like his going. suit, though. That's that's like... Yeah, he's I'd got a bow tie. I'd wear that on the subway. He's got a bow tie, so he's got Emmanuel. He's, he's got me up. already. Yeah. I mean, if they draft the man, you'll like you'll like Suggs. He's a he's a good hardworking yeah, kid. Yeah. Yeah. We'll By the see. way, if you're watching on Reddit, I see some people are watching. You can leave some some comments or questions or whatever or feedback, and you know, interact with us a little bit. You don't have to this... be shy. So Ooh. they have five minutes. That's it. That's it. What happens if the five minutes runs out, Trudeau? Yeah. So it doesn't really run out, but in the past, in like the NFL, I remember. <laughs> um, a team went over, and then the next team was able to draft. So the oh, next what? team's clock, yeah, the next oh. team's clock starts. That's sick. So hey, maybe that'll happen once in the NFL. Where oh, team see, here we go. This is big. This is big. Well, Let's we don't see. have to get quiet when Silver comes out because he's going to take a minute to talk. Does he not look like a like a lamppost or something? He's so <laughs> tall and bald. I think. Hey. I would love <laughs> you know, Scotty Scotty Yes. Let's go. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Emmanuel. Thank you. I was right. right. Now you ready, Trudeau? Because we're about to get Jalen Johnson. <laughs> hey, I just have one thing to say to Trudeau. You sit on a throne of lies. Look. Dude, this is the biggest surprise right now of the draft. Wait, so this is not the surprise. Seamus, Seamus I knew it. Started texting me. Seamus started texting me. He goes, Wow. Lucky you guys don't fuck it up, Orlando. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him how he feels about uh Toronto oh, drafting. Man, Barnes. that was good. Scotty Barnes, this is awesome. Thank you, Emmanuel. This is like You're the welcome. best gift. No, in... I'm telling you, he's he's good for us. He's good for us, dude. Look at his outfit. I don't really trust yeah, the guy better. that wears I, that. I like it. No, he looks fresh. You know what? Dude, that, that light, light tuxedo. Nah, I'm glad we. If let's just not mess this up. Oh, Watch Trudeau. Okay. We're gonna trade the draft pick. 
no, no, no. They have to take Suggs. You know what the funny thing about Suggs is? Is I, I was a hater of Suggs all year, and I kept telling Seamus how bad Suggs was. And then I told him, like, before the national championship game, I'm like, watch Orlando draft Suggs, and I'm going to have to eat all those words. Hey, man. Listen, I'm excited because we didn't need another Florida State guy. Ooh, I got, I got some spicy stuff for you, Emmanuel, from, okay. from Seamus. So he said... I asked, how should Emmanuel feel about Scotty Barnes and the Raptors? And, and he goes, he should feel great. However, he should also feel like they are more likely to trade Siakam now. Ooh. Oh, Siakam can't go because you know why. Why? Because the whole country is behind him. <laughs> the whole country is going to be behind him kicking his ass you out. Know what, you know what, Emmanuel? No, you Siakam, actually surprised Siakam me with that. Siakam is Toronto. Tor- Siakam is Toronto. Yeah, so you own a jersey for Siakam? Uh, Myra does, yeah. Yeah, my wife is, does. Is she? Is that her favorite player? She likes Siakam because he's a nice guy. Like he's a genuinely nice human being as well. As it, and he he, we feel bad for him because he had such a bad year. But um, yeah, you know, you know, this is the second best gift you've ever given Orlando after Tracy McGrady. Oh, really? So we're really well. Let's let's make sure we do something with it because watch, we're gonna get Kaminga or something stupid. No, no, or, no, 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 no. So you're, we're talking about Kaminga, but. So Seamus is like, Orlando's going to end up by lucking out. Watch. They're going to get Suggs and Kaminga because Kaminga was consensus top five to start the year. So he he started off with a really high uh, ranking. And because he had a rough like last couple months of the G League season, he fell down. But I would be pumped if we got both Suggs and Kaminga. Trudeau, let me ask you this. Is Suggs a scorer? <sighs> he is not the greatest scorer. But he is actually a pretty good ball handler, and he can score. He has a he has a good perimeter shot. But you'll like him because he is one of the best defenders in the draft. I think Marcus. No, no, no. I know that part. Defender. I know that. He, the, the question that I have for you, obviously, we need a scorer, right? Do you use that eight pick because Kaminga? He's not a scorer, right? Kaminga is just a pure athlete. He's raw, man. He's just like a raw athlete. But apparently, from what I'm reading about Kaminga is he does already have a lot of dribble moves set down. Like he has some ability to create some space, but he's just not polished. If we go Kaminga and we go Suggs, we're going to end up with freaking Evan Fournier again. (laughs) What do you mean Evan Fournier again? Because I looked at the free agents and he's he's not coming back. They're going to need to get points somewhere. Suggs plays the the two guard. So he'll, he'll start at the two for us. Do you know when you play like that gym school, uh, that gym class game, fishy, fishy cross my ocean and a bunch of kids are tagged and they become the seaweed and you have to run through them. That's basically what our game plan is going to be. <laughs> Try to keep the team <laughs> from scoring <laughs> so that we can score 13 points and beat them. <laughs> the intellectual <laughs> level of this podcast has dropped to a kindergarten level. And is can that, you explain you fishy, fishy, cross the ocean? fishy, fishy cross my ocean? All the kids are on one side. You call out something like, if your favorite color is blue, you have to cross the ocean. If he gets tagged by the tagger, they have to stand where they are and they move their hands like wait, back wait. and forth. Were you basically left out a manual? Wait, wait, were you left out as a little kid? <laughs> That's basically Emmanuel's workout plan. <laughs> he goes I, I to the he goes to the local elementary school and plays fishy fishy across my ocean. I've never even heard of that. That's I thought that was an American game. He's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do know he says all right that's what how he does is, how is it different tag? from like freeze tag or whatever 
Yeah. Yeah. How is it different? Because freeze tag, you're just running the whole time. This one, you get to take a break on a line because you have to go all the way to the other side. Now, if you were drafting for fishy, fishy, whatever, <laughs> would you pick Trudeau on your team? I would pick, what's his name? The <laughs> Mobley guy. He's, <laughs> right? Doesn't he have a huge wingspan? Wingspan? Isn't that what we're looking for here? That I'm telling you, that is Orlando's play right now. Trudeau, bag me up on the wingspan thing. Isn't that what we're always looking for? Look at our lineup. Yeah, Orlando Magic loves that, loves themselves some wingspan. Yeah. So I'm telling you, that's it doesn't matter who our coach is at right now. That's the game plan. Keep them under 13 points and score 14. Because we have no scores besides Terrence Ross. Well, Isaac can score a bit when he's healthy. So there's that. I, I did not think Orlando was going to get this lucky, to be honest with you. If they if they screw this up and don't take um, our boy Suggs, it, I'd be so disappointed. I know. So, Trudeau, I want you to take a deep breath because if anybody watched when we watched it live, they were he was very, very upset when we got the fifth round pick. This could be all that worrying just go right out the window. Ah, oh, freaking Cole Anthony. I'll, get, I'll trade Cole Anthony for anything. A bag anything of you want. You know, I'll make sure Kyle Lowry signs in Toronto if you <laughs> take Cole Anthony. Okay. Can because he, he a good three pointer. You know, Toronto needs Toronto. Needs I was a- I was really bummed about not getting the fourth pick and getting stuck at five, but if they take Suggs right now, does it right. matter? The didn't pick matter. is in. The pick is in Trudeau. Here it is. They can't screw this up. Suggs is concerned. Knock on wood, top, man. Top Knock five. on wood. Oh my goodness. Suggs. Yeah. Go. You got That's him. A great Orlando, pick. That's an awesome pick. I'm very excited. Yeah. It all worked out. It all worked See, out Steve? after all. All that upset and being he worried. Has, he has great upside. Like he could be a tremendous player for many years. You know who he reminds me of? Like I said, he is Marcus Smart. Which I mean, that's not like <laughs> you don't get super excited about that, but Marcus Smart's a very, very good player. But he's a better scorer than Marcus Smart, right? Because we've seen Marcus Smart shoot. He has a 25. better. He has a better shot coming into the league. But he he might he's he's an elite he's an elite defender. Um, he has the ability to spread the floor a little bit. He his only knock is like he's not very good shooting like off of a screen or like maybe catching off the dribble or like you know handoff dribble handoff shoot. But you know you can't be upset about that. He's he's a good player. I'm very happy about that. Where did he go to school? Gonzaga. All right. Yeah, he was uh he was one of their one of their better young players. I mean, Gonzaga has I think a couple guys that are projected to be drafted. Um Look at that outfit in the first man. round. <laughs> I like his outfit. I like the kid. Yeah, I'm glad I'm he's on our team. Pumped. So maybe this. it's not going to be complete complete disaster after all. We're just no. kind of awing at his skill. They say he's his 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 uh, good stuff is floor general, physical toughness, and winning player, according to ESPN. That's what I like to hear. That's what we need. Does this put someone like Fultz on the trade block, or no? What about Cole Anthony? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't maybe, know if Cole, Cole Anthony. Here's the thing about Cole Anthony, right? So we drafted Cole Anthony with, I believe, the 14th pick last year, 15th pick. It was somewhere around there, maybe 16. I thought it was either 14. way. The, what I was going to say is like he kind of underperformed his first year. So if you trade him away, 
right now, you're going to get like a late first round, second round pick. So it's really not worth moving him now. Like if you really want to get rid get rid of him, you hold him for one more year and you hope he develops and looks better so you can get more back for him. But there's yeah. no point. It's like it's like buying a stock and your stock tanks. You're not going to sell it low. You're going to hope it recoups a little bit. But Suggs is what position do you think starting? He'll be our starting shooting guard. Oh, okay. That's Which awesome. We, honestly, we needed one because we lost Fournier and Terrence Ross will likely still be our sixth man off the bench. No, I think you you we got really lucky, like Seamus said. So not only did we get a need, but we got it the the best available talent at the pick. Absolutely. It was a win-win. Now the next <laughs> thing is hopefully at, at pick number eight, Jonathan Kaminga can slide down. If not, I'd be very happy to get Josh Giddy. Um oh, I don't think they're gonna go Josh Giddy. I think that they're gonna go with either Mitchell or Moody. Yeah, Moody's ranked number nine uh, best remaining prospects. So he, it would be kind of a reach to grab him Moody right now at number eight. Well, I don't think that they thought they were going to get Suggs either. So this is pretty pretty awesome. Anything else is kind of gravy right now. But Moody can also shoot. Who would have thought like of all the teams to do something dumb, it would be uh, Toronto? Well, they haven't been here as long. So <laughs> they might, draft. maybe it's something that we also don't know, Steve, where they're never going to be back here. As long as this podcast is going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Steve. We're going to be here 50 years talking about this like old men, like the puppets from uh... <laughs> Muppets. <laughs> is that what you're going for? Yeah, those old two two guys that are nice. always going back and forth. Well, now that we have a little break in the action, we're still we're waiting on OKC to pick. I did, There was a topic that I wanted to ask you guys about that I've had on my list for a long time, and it's fast food. Oh, <laughs> What what is your favorite fast food place of all the fast food chains? It might be different for Emmanuel because he lives in Canada. Yeah, it's in Canada. It's different. Does Chipotle count? Yeah, I'd say Chipotle counts. Then Chipotle. That's a good one. What about yeah, you, Stephen? Do you have a nomination, Emmanuel? Well, I do, but I don't know if you you guys don't really have this, but uh, Swiss Chalet. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's like a chicken chicken place, but it's like the best rotisserie chicken you can get. Oh, Ooh, I nice. do like a good rotisserie chicken. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Do they have mac and cheese? They, they have no, no. It's not like a, it, it's a like it's Boston market almost fast food. Yeah, like Boston market. That it would be more like a Boston market. So why don't they have mac and cheese? <laughs> uh, I don't think they have. No, you know what? They would have macaroni salad, which is different. <laughs> like they put vinegar in Ooh, it. I love salad, that vinegar. That nice roast with macaroni salad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what my, else my, do they have? Wait, 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 Steve. I want to know more right, about this. Yeah. Like what? Uh, ribs. They have chicken ribs. Uh, what else do they have? Um, yeah, and then the regular stuff like mashed potatoes, corn, uh, you know, like stuff like that. But uh, fast food up here, you got Wendy's up here, which is pretty, you know, pretty common. Chipotle, there's there are some, but there's very few. Very, very few. Yeah, uh, I think I know Trudeau's. Trudeau, can I take a guess of yours? Of course. Go for is it. it. Chick-fil-A? It is. That is by oh, far the yeah. best fast food chain. Even though they're full of hate, I still love their food. <laughs> because they're full of hate. What chicken. do you do on Sundays? <laughs> yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You don't eat on Sunday? I, ju I just don't eat. Or I buy extra Chick-fil-A on Saturday. <laughs> and eat leftovers all day that's Sunday. a great, that's a great game. That's what you have to do, like Jared from Subway. Like you have to go and just eat Chick-fil-A for 365 days besides oh, Christmas. And then oh. see... 
it's See like it? the anti jared from subway you'll put on a thousand pounds but you anti. probably also won't like molest people so that's good <laughs> no, no dude you know there was an anti jared like they were they shot a commercial where it was jared's brother did you hear it, it wasn't really his brother it was a comedian and he his brother's name was jerome <laughs> Yeah, it's a true story. They shot the commercial, but they never aired it because of all of the controversy when it happened. They shot it before it exists. So, what was the, what was the controversy? Why do you know this? Because well, I was watching the comedian is uh, Louis C.K. He actually was supposed oh, to God. be Jerome. The, the that's even better. Talk about He's touchy like, subjects. Yeah, it was supposed to be literally touchy subjects. He was supposed to be the anti-healthy guy. Because you could go to Subway and you 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 know what I don't want I don't want a turkey sub I want a meatball sub <laughs> Jerome wants a meatball sub. Well, our next podcast you can save that for because it's the MLB MLB uh, trade deadline special. So yeah, I am interested in the MLB stuff next week. It's gonna All be right, crazy. So OKC's pick is in. Adam Silver looks like Kaminga. Let's say giant pen. <laughs> his glistening forehead. Stop being mean to Silver. I like Silver. Oh no, you're I told boy. you I liked Giddy. I liked your Giddy. Fun. I'm happy wow. for him. I thought that was a little high for him at six. That's right. Um, but <laughs> okay, see so out 500 <laughs> next draft picks moving forward. I don't think they care. So yeah, Josh Giddy almost reminds me of, like of last year, like um Denny Ajbia. He's just like a very tall, mobile uh three guard that can pass. And penetrate uh he does have a few knocks on him let me check my sheet real quick so shooting and man defense are his two knocks like perimeter shooting and man defense he's not the best defender right now but those are two things he can improve on him he's got good size what was what was that that's manual no i have my wife is calling me to say do we have this channel on the tv and i said no so I had oh. to go get the channel for her. She wants to watch the draft too? No, she's not watching the draft. Well, actually, <laughs> I, well, it's not the draft. It's not the draft that you'd normally. <laughs> what type of draft are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's a weird that we didn't get an answer. But anyway. No, hey, I'm uh, not answering it. I'm not hey, answering it. Okay, there, it's all set. She's watching that show that Trudeau loves. What's that Which stupid one? one? What's the <laughs> stupid The circle? The circle. <laughs> The circle jerk? I mean, the circle. Yeah. Oh god! It, you know what? It is actually a good show. It is, but you know what's even better? If you watch the international versions of it, the French one is actually pretty good. So, Mikey, we have Golden State picking seven. If they don't take Kaminga now, he could fall to us at eight, and I'd be super happy. That would be like the ultimate scenario with this draft. If we got Kaminga and Suggs. I don't think they are going to draft Kaminga. I feel like they're going to go after someone that can spread the floor, especially with what what do we know about Thompson? Like, is he ready to go? Does he feel better? Like, I don't think they need to with Wiseman and with uh, Green and those guys, unless they are going to make like a really – we saw earlier in the show that they're looking at trade possibilities yeah. and Simmons was one of the names. So – could I we see the Simmons trade happen right now. That's a that's, great point. That'd that's be a bananas. really, that's a really, really important point. But th- I will say this about, and we spoke about this earlier. The Warriors have been fantastic at drafting. Maybe the best team altogether. Why is that though? Why are they good at drafting when when all others are 
are, they, they seem to have what a method what is it why is it that there's so i mean good? i think you have to be at least like uh you have to have some competency in the front office but also it's a lot of luck i mean yeah. there's a lot of like i this is what drives me crazy about nba fans is like they'll freak out like I, I we live in around boston there's a lot of boston fans and oh my god last week i had to hear how how did we pass on Giannis and take Kelly Olynyk? Oh my God, we're so stupid. <laughs> well, guess what? Fourteen teams passed on Giannis Antetokounmpo, and you know what? <laughs> Orlando is one of them. <laughs> yeah, but my what I was gonna say is like there's a lot of guys that like either a you think they're gonna be good and they bust, or b guys that you don't think that are gonna be good that just flourish out of nowhere. So there's a lot of luck involved. Like while while OKC does do a great job at development and finding players they could have easily drafted a bunch of guys that didn't pan out also. Yeah. It's, it's a part of a process, right? So a lot of teams can think, Hey, let me draft this guy. Like the Spurs do a great job picking guys that you wouldn't think of and then developing them. Like Steve was saying to all-star caliber players and players that can buy in. They did it time and time again with Dave Robinson, then with Tim Duncan to Manu to, you know, Kawhi. It's unbelievable. They're one of the top. Now it's really hard to do. The NBA is really difficult. You're giving a, t a good amount of money to 18 year olds to go play against guys who've been playing this game a lot longer, sometimes twice as long. And it's crazy to think like, but if someone figures out me and Steve, were talking about this today as well. If someone comes up with a process to draft really, really well and could sell it. Oh man. That would be crazy. That there's a lot of money into that, but it's not like Moneyball, though, right? Because the the stats are very good. unlike baseball, which has it's every so single thing. It's uh, that that's that the statistics are just insane. It's, in it's hard to project how guys will develop, yeah. and also in basketball, like I was talking to Mikey earlier, is a lot of guys in basketball get drafted at the age of like nineteen, twenty. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard to tell like how they're going to develop. They're so young. You're just banking on potential and future. We're like we're talking about like the NFL, like the first round picks in the NFL. Like, you usually have a good chance that you're going to have a proficient, competent player because they're like all 22, 21. They've been in the college system for many, many years. With the NBA, you it's like a lot of one and done guys. So you really yeah. don't know for sure what you're getting. Not only that, let's think about you're giving them a ton of money, the most money they'll, they've ever seen in their life at a young age. You're putting them up in cities like Miami, Los Angeles, Boston, New York. There's crazy stuff for them to do. And then you're asking them to be a top 10 player on your team, right? Because your roster holds 13, but you're only really playing 10. And that's a lot for these players coming in. And then they have to also navigate through to an 82 game season, not including playoffs compared to college ball, which is what, Steve, like 30 games, 40 games? Yeah. So college is, I believe, like 40, NBA is 82. Is, was, that, was that what you're saying? Yeah. I'm sorry. I was getting myself another drink. I was paying any attention to you. <laughs> so, well, you even if you weren't getting a drink, that's just your MO anyway. So <laughs> the reality is this is, it's tough to do. And, you know, I I would love, is there any good NBA like books about scouting and like people that have done it for so long? Because that'd be a really interesting read. I don't, I don't know, actually. Right? Wouldn't that be fun to like read? Here comes or... Adam Silver looking like the left Twix. For... <laughs> I think uh, he's more the right Twix, dude. I, 
I think Trudeau has a bunch of these just all on the side. <laughs> I think he does. Yeah, right? I'm going to keep going through them. So hopefully this isn't Kaminga. It is Kaminga. Nope. You know, that's about right spot for him. I'm happy for him. Like I said, um, here's one thing to consider, though, guys. So the NBA draft is a little funky where guys will get selected and then be traded like 30 yeah. minutes later. So right. while Kaminga just got picked now, I actually have a feeling he won't end up by being on – the Golden State Warriors after today because he has a very similar skill set to like um I don't know he's very athletic he's not a shooter so I don't know how he fits per se on that team and if I'm the the Golden State Warriors I'm in like a win now mode so do I really need a young like prospect at this moment no I probably want to get a veteran player so I wouldn't be surprised to see him move maybe with James Wiseman in a trade tonight for a bigger player. So this could be a trade where the Ben Simmons trade, who knows, could be part of that. You know, you take the best player available for a team like the Warriors, which they have, and you've made an excellent point where you go out and you get that fourth option because if you do, the Warriors are, they're already dangerous going into next season if Thompson's healthy. It's going to be a very, it's going to be a very fun season in the West with, with Thompson back in, in it. You know, I'm I'm excited to see it. Yeah, so. and uh, I see that we're getting a little bit more traction on the Reddit. So if you're watching on Reddit, you want to throw out some questions, comments, whatever, you know, help us continue the conversation. We are open to teasing anything you put in there as long as it's not stupid. Yeah, Trudeau, now who are we up next? Yeah, so after this pick, Orlando's back up, which now I'm, now I'm con confused because I don't know where I want them to go at this point. Uh, the guys that I wanted were Suggs, Barnes, Kaminga. They're all gone. I mean, we got Suggs, which is great. So I think maybe the next um, obvious point might be James Booknight out of UConn. He's like a smaller hmm. guard. He kind of reminds me of Kemba Walker. He's like a small, explosive scorer. So he does have a lot of offense. But then if you look down the, the draft board after that, it's like a lot of um, bigs. So I see Franz Wagner, which he's the brother of Mo Wagner, who played for the Magic last year. And if you know anything about if you know anything about Mo Wagner, you don't want his brother because Mo Wagner is terrible. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. I would uh, like to see them take Murphy, Mitchell, or Moody at this pick. Yeah, any I of think, those. Three. I think Orlando goes with a guard right now, like a like a like a point guard. Yeah, and mostly. Sheamus is Sheamus is <laughs> great. So Sheamus is texting me right now saying for the Orlando uh, Franz Wagner would be an interesting pick here, who someone I didn't really want, but we'll see. Well, can we trade him? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we can trade Cole Anthony with that. Uh, either way, man, as an as a Magic fan, I am super happy from tonight that we got Suggs, and anything else is just gravy at this point. Yeah, I'm hoping it's not that guy that you explained. I didn't read up on him, so I don't want to pretend that I did. Who's so on the another, clock now? Sacramento. Orlando. So another guy in this range would be Alprin uh, Seguin. He is a big center out of Turkey. He's 6'10". Oh, God, please no. He's kind of like Ennis Cantor almost. Um, we don't like need him. <laughs> a big low post score, uh, traditional type of big man. But, I mean, they could kind of go anywhere. Like at this point at number eight, oh it's shit their picks open. in already their picks yeah. in early they so like maybe, somebody or are they trading or it's back? A trade i would love yeah, a trade right now to trade back i bet watch i'd be very but, happy if they traded back because they they wanted moody so we'll have to see hopefully it is 
I don't know. What do you think about Perkins being one of the analysts? Do you like Perkins, Trudeau? Can I say something? I, I hear this guy talk all the time, and Perkins is just full of shit all the damn time. He just, he just like, oh, you need to play with toughness. Not all you need. Throw the elbows. He's just like a just says the dumbest shit. And then his butt buddy Rondo. I can't stand Rondo. <laughs> so wait. So who's so right now? It's Orlando, and uh, and you guys think who who's who are they going to pick? I Listen no to Manuel's voice. Manuel, your voice came in super smooth there. I know. It's nice. I nice. feel like I'm preparing like for my tonight. voice is all over the place tonight. Is it just yeah, me? yeah, your 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 voice is hoarse. No, I'm just kidding. It sounds nice, Steven. No, but I feel like my volume is just going all over the place. I don't know what's going on. Nah. Tough living tonight. All right, so Lando's pick is in. Oh, god damn. Oh. We, we took Franz Wagner. Why? Wagner. Wagner. All right, so Who's I got his... I do have my notes on Franz Wagner. I hope it's a trade. <laughs> they could trade him. Um, so Why? he is German born. He's six nine, two twenty, Michigan player. So his pros, Mikey. Here's his pros: three point, <laughs> three point shooting. So he, okay. he can stretch the floor as a big uh, playmaking. So he's a good passer. Off ball defense and on ball defense. So he's a, a good defender. Uh, his cons are he's not the most athletic, especially side to side. So he's a little bit of a stiff. Um, and he is not very willing to drive to the basket. So he, you know who he's like, really, which is okay. But I don't think we need that. Uh, you remember Daniel Tice on the Boston Celtics? Oh, God. And, like, there's so many better picks here. I will say this. I like him better than Cole Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I think you like anyone better than Cole Anthony. <laughs> that would be correct. So, I don't know. I'm hoping they just... We'll see. I they could have done better here. I want to know what Seamus thinks about this too. Like, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Seamus won't be joining us tonight. Yeah, he's uh, at uh, his mother-in-law's birthday dinner or something like that. And he's so. still and he's still texting us. That's some. Um, That's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he didn't need his anniversary dinner. So <laughs> screw, that screw that guy. I mean, not, it's not a competition. We still love you. Don't it's worry. It's not hardcore like you, man. competition. Everything, Mikey. Oh, everything. Dude, can we just trade this guy, please? Not you, Emmanuel. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say, what? You want to trade me for Seamus? <laughs> no, no. Why would it? You're the okay, one that so came Sacramento in here. Kings. Okay, let's see. Sacramento you, So Kings. while we're waiting for Sacramento Kings, I want to jump back to the fast food subject. Okay. <laughs> So of the three major burger chains, McDonald's, Wendy's, uh, and Burger King, wh where do you, how do you guys rank those three chains? Oh, I, I have. Burger King is number one. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Burger King. Have you ever King's eaten Burger King? Burger King has, a, it's a good value. They always have the two, two for, uh, the two, two meal deal all the time. Two for and five? It, yeah, and it's uh, flame broiled burgers. They actually taste pretty good. All right, what's your number two then after Burger King? Um, not McDonald's. <laughs> so whatever. McDonald's else. last place. Yeah. McDonald's is just the trash. They have Absolutely. the best fries though. Yeah, but it's because they put salt on them. And <laughs> it's just full of salt. That's all it is. Oh my God. I know Mikey's oh, yeah. I know Mikey's rankings. Go ahead, Steven. Mikey's rankings are as follows. Number one for Mikey is Wendy's. Out of voice, Steve. But I know listen. my I know my buddy. Number two for Mikey is McDonald's. Really? I, yeah, no. I like the fish fillet. 
Okay. <laughs> Nobody said that ever. <laughs> I do like, I won't, I don't, I haven't had McDonald's in literally a year and a half, but I do like McDonald's breakfast. <laughs> oh, weird that, is that? No, okay. no, 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 Mikey, you are hundred percent all right, right? McDonald's yeah, yeah. has by far the best breakfast menu. The Steve, McMuffin, McMuffin might be the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steven, yeah. Steven, can I just say this, okay? And I'm just really excited. It's a baseball thing. I just want to let you know. I can't wait to tell you. Max Scherzer and Trey Turner look like they're going to be Dodgers. <laughs> oh my Sorry, God. guys. <laughs> they he, they just That's under the they just undercutted the Padres possibly to get this done. But go on. Sorry. But you're absolutely right. The McDonald's breakfast, it's such a great yeah. value, and you get so much. And those hash browns, man. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Well, listen, you didn't specify breakfast because if you did, I would have chosen uh, McDonald's number one for breakfast. So you do have to specify breakfast. No, I said the chain. No. just in general. Like a, an general? overall, overall uh, like... I have a great chains? point for you guys, too. Okay. As a kid growing up, the Burger King place house or center was always super creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the McDonald's one. one. Even in Canada, it's very creepy. You're it's right. very creepy. It's, very creepy. it's oh. like it's like on the corner of the restaurant. It's like not blocked off. There's like you just run yeah. to it. Can I tell it... you a quick story after this? <laughs> no, go ahead. Just do, do it right now. So I am traumatized by the McDonald's like play place. You know, like with all the ball pits and stuff. Because when I was a kid, <laughs> I went to McDonald's with my family, and some kid had a birthday party or something at McDonald's. So there was a ton of kids at the play place and I went up, was playing in there, whatever like that. I went to go down the slide and as I go down, I got stopped halfway because there, <gasps> was, just, there was just like 20 kids packed in there. And it was oh, because there was no. this one fat kid sitting at the bottom of the slide blocking the whole thing. And it just smelled like piss and shit and farts. And I was stuck in there. Everyone was screaming it's a tr truly, truly traumatizing experience. <laughs> so that's tell me, why McDonald's is at the bottom of my list. So what happens when your your daughter's gonna be like, I want to go to McDonald's for my birthday or to Chuck E. Cheese? Or you can be like, nah. Um, well, we're Chuck not e. Cheese doing is a that. different story. That that that's fun. Who goes to McDonald's for a birthday? No offense if you go to McDonald's for your birthday. <laughs> so hey, they actually I've never had one there, but they have they do it pretty well. They do like pin the tail on the donkey. They get little gifts for everybody. It's pretty nice. If Ronald's coming out, I don't want any anything to do with that. I actually went to a birthday at McDonald's last week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm planning Emmanuel's uh, <laughs> his uh, big birthday coming. I don't up. think he's allowed. I think there's some. He's been banned or for something or what whatnot. Who do you think the Kings are going with with this pick? James Booknight. Okay. Well, maybe not. I don't know. They already have a. <laughs> they already have uh, De'Aaron Fox at the uh, the point guard position. Okay, let's see. Davion. Oh, Mitchell. interesting. Is he anything like <laughs> Mitchell from the? Uh, you're gonna say Don Mitchell? You're gonna make like the lazy comparison. Um, <laughs> he's small. He's he's six foot one. I like um, his hair. Yeah, he's six <laughs> foot one. He's got he's got a good build though. He's two ten. Uh, two or two at six foot one. He's an older prospect, so he played a couple of years at Baylor. This is he. He's not a one and done guy. I think he played three years at Baylor. He's twenty two years old. Um, I mean, he's he's a decent player. He's he's got some skills. He's a big time hustle guy, so he's gonna give you a lot of effort. But uh, I like I his think, fashion. Yeah, he looks good. 
I don't think he has a ton of upside per se. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have a ton of room to grow, but I could be wrong. Um, but I think one of the benefits of drafting this guy is that he's coming into the league with a lot of potential, a lot of um, polished skills. Like he's going to come in and contribute right away. Yeah. The Kings were like a playoff almost team the last couple of years. Yeah. I don't think he makes them any better. I mean, he's going to, so basically, this is how the Kings roster is constructed right now. They have De'Aaron Fox, at their point guard, I believe um, Tyrese Hallenbert is their their two guard. So I don't think this uh, Mitchell kid's going to start. He'll probably be like a bench player, um, six, seven man off the bench type of guy that's going to fill in and give minutes. So uh, we'll see how it works out for him. I don't think it's a terrible pick, but I'm not super excited if I'm a Kings fan. We'll just – I. Mm. I don't know. From here on out, it's like I just want Orlando to trade freaking Wagner. <laughs> so that's gonna be the new guy you hate no no i still like him way more than cole anthony like cole anthony is like you and then emmanuel is like wagner what, so that's, what? Like, <laughs> i'm not uh seamus is jonathan isaac I it used to be a lot different it was bad for me Jesus. <laughs> emmanuel you should hear where me and steve are gonna play in your next birthday oh yeah i want to hear this where is this McDonald's. Yeah, uh, for <laughs> breakfast though. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're gonna call there and try to get a legitimate birthday party set up. Wait, do you know? Do you guys have McDonald's that have a uh, like a caboose or a train, and you can have parties in the train? Do you guys have anything like this? We used to have one in New Bedford, Mass. Yeah, but they yeah. closed it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we had one, and uh, what ended up happening was that they didn't take well, care of it. I guess. And it, at a birthday party, it was in a city outside of our city, and it it uh, tipped over during a, a kids' party. You believe that? God, yeah, oh it was a big, big thing. Yeah, can you imagine? So <laughs> yeah, all all the big kids were sitting on one side of the train. <laughs> so uh, I didn't get to my rankings. Number one's definitely Wendy's. Best food, hands down. They have good their frosties. Great, great chicken. Their frosties are fantastic. Like, but their burgers suck. Uh, they're not bad. No, no, they suck. That's a little harsh, I think. Yeah. It, Wendy's, if you still want to sponsor us, we can get rid of Emmanuel. <laughs> Mike, we can sponsor you. Fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, number number two, I'm gonna go Burger King. Burger King, yeah. I like their uh, onion rings. They're fantastic onion rings. We've never had them. Try them for sure. They're good. And I like their chicken fries as well. And spicy yeah. chicken fries. Yeah. Also good. Number three, the last one's McDonald's. Their burgers are overrated. The fries are good, but like Manuel said, it's just salt. Yeah. But salt. for breakfast, they're definitely number one. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. You know what's, so the, you know what's, you know what's the best feeling is uh, when you're out all night and you're out late enough so that the breakfast menu rolls around at McDonald's and you can go get breakfast after a long night being out in town. Yeah. <laughs> what What That's time are they open at that time? I mean, you got to find a twenty four seven one. Back in New Bedford, there was a twenty four seven one by like all the like the nightclubs. I forgot what street it was on. It was in a rough part of town, but uh, I know yeah, what you're man. talking about. I saw a huge rat come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was the most hygienic McDonald's. Just that it was open twenty four seven. It never got flipped over by a stupid birthday party. <laughs> All right, so uh, I feel like we should just we should uh, call it after this last pick. We can do maybe some closing thoughts after this pick and head on out. Well, I want to talk real quick about the best drafts. I thought oh, we were of course, talk about yeah, that. that would be cool. Yeah. I, I, 
I could show that on the screen. We could uh, I get that get it set up on another tab when you guys talk right now. Here comes Adam Silver, looking like a D, like a nine volt battery. The reason that he wants to stop is he's ran out of different ways to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's all Adam Silver. Yeah, I love Adam Silver. We've talked about him as the best commissioner. So he is the best commissioner. Yeah. In sports. The Pelicans just picked. I believe this was the tenth pick. Uh, Zaire Williams. I actually don't have him. I don't have him on my list at all. I have a piece of paper. He's a lanky jump shooter who shows a lot yes. of prompts. Hold on, perimeter. hold on, hold on. Emmanuel, Emmanuel, tell me a little bit about Zaire Williams. Well, he's a lanky jump shooter who shows a lot of promise in the perimeter, right? Because he does have a wide wingspan. <laughs> you know, he, <laughs> but, you know, with uh, he, he did receive a McDonald's uh, honor All American Honors Award. <laughs> he's also really smart. <laughs> he's very smart. He went to Harvard, not Harvard, Stanford, which is way harder to get into Harvard now. Stanford's the new class of the Ivies. That that is super impressive again to play for Stanford because they don't <laughs> and get drafted. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they take their academics very seriously. This guy looks good though. This guy looks awesome with. Imagine thing. giving out free fresh, scholarships that's, that's and still winning. <laughs> There's Stanford. They give out free scholarships. Like they give, they don't even <laughs> use spaces on their team, and they still win. <laughs> Someone asked, yeah, this guy, does yeah, Dallas this have any picks? Could be, uh, does yeah. Dallas have any picks? I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, I feel like this person's been here before. Pew Pew 420 420. What's going pew, on, pew. buddy? Pew pew. Pew, pew pew. That's the sound of the guns, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if they do have a pick, it's probably pretty damn late in the draft. Yeah, They have not good. picked yet, though. I actually haven't looked that far into the draft because, like, I'm know. looking as up a, right as a now. Magic fan, I yeah. So yeah. Mikey looked it up. Yeah, as a Magic fan, I was just like very focused on top eight. Uh, I would love to be a Dallas sharp. fan. That sounds great. Yeah, uh, the Mavs do 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 not have a pick in the first. Oh, sorry there, Pew Pew. No picks for you. No, sorry. The Warriors have two picks. I'm surprised with that. I didn't know they, well, had, they had the pick that fr from uh, Minnesota because of the Wiggins for the Angela Russell trade. Yeah. So their first pick was the Minnesota pick and the second one's their own pick. Well, the wizards are starting to get some draft picks too. They're the Knicks have two as well. Hey, look at that. LeBron. But where's their picks? The Knicks took the Mavs one because of the Porzingis trade 21 and 19. Are the Knicks picks that's not bad so no. i just wanted to uh share i'm gonna share if you just keep telling me a little bit more about the who has picks and whatnot i'm gonna share the uh, draft classes because i was curious because about that conversation about who has the best draft class of all time <laughs> i'm reading all the people the orlando fans and they are not happy with the wagner pick <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't love the Wagner pick. This was an atrocious pick at eight. This ruined the draft. What the fuck? Why Knight was right there? <laughs> is this off of Twitter? Nobody is excited about Wagner at eight. Horrible pick. Six <laughs> nine, 220. Dude's not even hurricane safe. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh man, we have two top ten picks, and these bums are who we pick. Same old tragic <laughs> screw ups. No, this is the Orlando 
fan page someone put up a meme of michael scott saying why are you the way that you are <laughs> wagner brothers in orlando we draft two role players i <laughs> oh, oh man, man. So wagner i feel bad for him this franchise bad. is cursed mario hazonia 2.0 oh god that was an awful pick mario so Hazonia. We got the German Jonathan Isaac. Side note, we couldn't get <laughs> Rob Thomas. <laughs> we couldn't get Rob Thomas or Wesley Snipes to give a shout out. What? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh man, this is nice. Welcome to the magic with a heart. <laughs> and a middle finger after that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I don't know. Fans. I didn't realize there were that many Magic fans, to be honest with you. Yeah. I thought there was just four of us. Wanted book night, but after the Raptors screw up on Barnes for us, I understood we couldn't get another guard. Up. That's not a screw up. That's a good That's a good pick. That was a good pick. I'm surprised. I mean, Manuel, you called that all the way, man. You, you knew I did. Uh, I did. didn't get picked. Yeah. Yeah, they're like... And this is like... This is the Orlando like Facebook page where they like put happy should things. I take our, uh, should I take our Twitter handle and just berate Orlando as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is on Facebook. By the way, our oh. Twitter at Got Balls Podcast. Give that a follow if you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> I uh, I start I started managing that handle. We put up polls every week. It's always fun, interactive experience. A little poll question. I asked this week, Emmanuel, uh, what's the best sport? Um, what's the new best Olympic sport on the poll? Yeah. Got a good amount, but like 20 votes or something like that. Yeah. What uh, was the top one? Skateboarding. Was, yeah, skateboarding. So, I okay, I have I have to, can I comment on this on skateboarding sure. now? I completely t- take back everything I said about skateboarding, where I said it was boring, and I watched the men's one, and I wasn't impressed. I watched the, the women's, women's skateboarding. Good. It was phenomenal two 13 year olds win it and it was now i understood how they score it now i know why they do what they do they did a very good job and it was very inspirational that I seems more of like a you problem that you didn't understand than uh, I, yeah and i you know what but you know what the thing is i didn't maybe i didn't watch the beginning when they explained how they scored it but um now i understand it and even surfing now i get a better idea of it but uh it was a it was exciting the skateboarding was awesome absolutely loved it well i can tell you why the united states didn't play in the uh place in the men's bracket is because once the olympics added drug testing our best skateboarders were going to show up hand smoke that's what they said it's all second hand <laughs> you know unless we pull one of those russia things with just our <laughs> skateboarders it's not gonna happen, man. Um, oh, hey, Mikey, you did you did ask about basketball scouting techniques? There is actually a book, and apparently, the guy who wrote the book on it is called Eric Stang, and mm-hmm. he's a twenty year kind of veteran on on sports theory, and and uh, apparently, it's the best book on sport on basketball scouting. So, by the way, so we're at like an hour and five minutes right now. I don't know. If, do you think we'll have time to go through these draft classes, or do you want to just no? Uh, let's save it. Nah, let's save it. Let's save it. Let's we'll let's go that. to our final thoughts. All right. Does anyone want to go? Because I have one I have saved. If you guys need some time to to think, I have mine, but I'd like to hear yours, Stephen. Sure. So my final thoughts, my closing thoughts for today, and just for those new to the podcast, basically closing thoughts. 
we uh we 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 explain something that interests us throughout the week that maybe doesn't have to do with sports or the topics we talked about the topics du jour um so for me i wanted to give a shout out to the female rappers out there um because honestly i feel like when it comes to modern day rappers i feel like the female rappers are outdoing the male rappers currently like you have like the baby little baby all these babies running around here and all these rappers these male rappers are so bad they they mumble i can barely understand what they're talking about you got cardi b meg the stallion these girls are killing it man banger after banger like their raps are hardcore man like they're they're slaying man they got hard beats you can hear them illegible they don't they're not fucking around man I think honestly, the female rappers are overtaking the male rappers right now. They need to step up their game, male rappers. And secondarily to that, I'm, I think we've hit a tipping point in the rap game where, like, in the past, we've only been able to support one female rapper. So it's been like, oh, you know, Cardi, uh, uh, Nicki Minaj was a big deal for a long time. And then Cardi B came in. Everyone's like, oh, Nicki Minaj is done. Cardi B's in now. Like, they're going to be one female rapper. But I think we're at a point where, like, you have two, two female rappers, top of their game, kicking ass, like, I think we've opened the floodgates where like we can have more than one female rapper at top of the game. So shout out to all those female rappers out there. Nice. I like that. We should definitely do an episode on on female rappers. I think we should. Come I back mean, uh, shout out to them. There's only two real big ones right now, so I don't know how long the episode's going to be. <laughs> 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 Historically, though, if you look back, you have like. Um, what do we got? Like little Kim and stuff like that. I'm drawing like there's there's been a lot of very good rappers back in the day, female rappers, but the ratio of males to female rappers is very one sided. And I think I think we're seeing a tipping point where the female rappers are starting to become more prevalent. Nice. I like it. Mikey, yeah. you have some last thoughts? No, I was I was gonna let my elder go first, so go ahead. Elder? <laughs> You know what I was thinking of is again, like with, with everything going on right now. And I have three kids that are now over the age of 18. Cause Ben just turned, uh, over, uh, he just turned 18 and I'm trying to figure out what are kids nowadays? How are they going to actually figure out the world in terms of, you know, figure out their situation of getting a house or, or starting their careers and things like that. And, and it's, it's troubling me as to kind of figure out like to get in the housing game, we're trying to figure out how do, how do my kids ever afford to buy a house and stuff like that. I'm trying to figure out, you know, it went like you can't buy a house for under a million dollars nowadays. So I, my comments are just how, how do young people now start their career and start their life when things are just so expensive. And I just feel that, um, um, there has to be something that that how you know that that the world or, or the country or both Canada US all all of them try to figure out is uh, how kids are going to start their their um, their careers their life their their kind of independence and stuff that that's you know that's that's one of the thoughts and a part of it is I look at also my own family with seven brothers and sisters and many of them are living at home still except mm-hmm. for me so uh, that's just a comment that so- I, I I, I know that in the Canadian housing market, it's especially yeah. brutal in like Toronto yeah. and um, maybe like Montreal. But so some things that could change. Number one, I feel like we're heading towards, I mean, we've been saying this for years now, but I think we're heading towards a housing bubble, especially yeah. with, you know, the res- the pandemic still going. And a lot of the, especially in the, in the United States, at least, there's been like protections on foreclosures and evictions. 
And that's, but that's starting, only a short amount of time. That's right, gonna, but that, that's that's coming to an end. So we might yeah. see a boom in evictions and foreclosures, which could be the domino effect. But also, one thing that they could do is they could so two things: they could change zoning laws where they allow for the building of more new ho- homes. Because I I feel like there are communities where like housing is restricted because there's only so much land they're they're allowed to build on. And then secondarily to that, I think what might change the entire game be a game changer manual is the pandemic has shown us one thing is that people are have the ability to work from home effectively. Yeah. Yeah. So what you might see in the future is more people working remote and then they say, well, I don't need my house like in Cambridge or Brighton or whatever close to the city. They move out to the far suburbs for cheaper housing. Yeah, but that's what, right now what you see is like you see like a very concentrated massive expensive housing around cities and then out in the middle of nowhere the house prices are dirt cheap so if you the, you'll see more people move towards um rural areas that can work from home in the future maybe well i think what you need to do is obviously the one thing that your children have a huge advantage is something that no matter how rich you get is their time right they're young they have to start understanding and in the united states we're terrible at this um teaching kids financial literacy right off the bat teaching them how to invest read numbers you're gonna need that information true don't give me that figure (laughs) no no no, because listen i i know i have plenty of friends and emily has plenty of friends who are financial literate financially literate who have good jobs who have a college degree and they're still struggling to buy a house because the market the prices are bananas Yeah, Yeah, but at the same time, so that brings me to my next point, which is you can, let's say you're not investing in homes right now, then you invest in things like REITs, you invest in cryptocurrency. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm not going to go there, but let's (laughs) say that you want to invest in things that are undervalued, that will bring you in revenue sources, then that revenue sources will help you down the line to make it so that when you do go, your DTI ratio and your income ratio will look a lot more productive for loans and all of that different kind of yeah things. And I agree with you. And I think I'd love to do an episode again on, on exactly this type of thing of what are the ways of young people can figure things out to start to get to a point where they then can start affording houses and affording a place to live rather than renting and doing things. Like I'll give you an example. Jenilyn, hey, Mikey, you'll be very happy about this. Jenilyn opened up her first um, uh, brokerage account and she made $7 yesterday. That's $7. it. And she Those... was ecstatic. See, that's the one I should have talked to. No, yeah, you should have talked to You set me up. You set me up. <laughs> no, in all honesty, that's going to be the way. It's yeah. if you invest, and Warren Buffett has said it a million times. Oh, get you, out of here with Warren Buffett. I know you don't Come like on. him. Get off. I time, like Warren Buffett. He's a good He guy. doesn't like any of those guys. But long story short, <laughs> you have to, you either have time on your side or you better hope that you have really good genes yeah, and not yeah, the yeah, genes yeah. Trudeau's interested in. Not I like mean, the lucky my genes, so they're really in trouble. <laughs> yeah, they are. Anyway, that was my thought. And again, I just do want to bring this back to 
I'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there that that are trying to figure this out, whether they have all kids. Three or they're, they're, all three of them. <laughs> or McDonald's, McDonald's birthdays, or go buy a bunch of those McDonald's restaurants. McDonald's and restaurants. How many people yeah. do you think listen to our podcast and listen all the way to the end? Thirteen. <laughs> so that's, that's generous. That's not bad. That's better than what I thought. <laughs> that's generous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, man. Uh, I sorry to cut you off, buddy. You can no, no, you didn't. No, no. I just my thought for the day because I'm I'm kind of figuring out how to set up my kids for their future, right? So that's what we're discussing. But that's See, all right, Mikey, take us home, buddy. All right. So I've been to this country four times in my life. It's a beautiful place. I would want every single person to go to if you have a chance. It's uh, one of the smallest countries. No, God, no. So oh. it's one of the smallest countries in the world. Its uh, name is San Marino. And oh, it's in Italy. In uh, yeah, it's right outside. Italy. It's its own country, Steve. Yeah, no, this is bananas. I found this out during the Olympics when the San yeah. Marino came out. It's a country inside Italy. It's like it's yeah, like landlocked in Italy. Isn't it like the Vatican though? It, it, no, it's it, it's like it's a uh, huge mountain that's like a castle. It's really oh. cool. So, um, little historic moment that we will all be a part of. Um, they won their first ever medal in the Olympics. Wow. So, um, and her name is Alessandra Pirelli. She won the bronze in shooting and shooting trap. So congrats to Alessandra and congrats to San Marino. You are now in there. You have more medals than Portugal right now. So congrats, wow. baby. That's not saying a lot though. That's not saying a lot. Either way, it's so cool to be a part of history. It's something that you yeah, can always tell. That is cool. And, um, you know, once again, go to San Marino. It's unbelievable. By the way, I can't tell if Mikey's closing thought was to give props to San Marino or to just flex <laughs> that he's been to that country four times. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, when I was there, I had the chance to coach two players who are on their national team right now, and they were awesome they were fantastic to coach and it's just a great experience like go there they oh they have something uh emmanuel will be interested in what? they have a uh, torture museum oh so, i'm there i'm there <laughs> so you know your wife won't only have to deal with you for the trip which is worse than any torture museum but you'll be I'm pacing there. to get so to i it. yeah we just got a comment from laxbro rust lakers mr laxbro watching on reddit we already covered that earlier in the show. So if you want to get our take on that, check out our podcast Ouch. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can catch the recorded version on What's YouTube, question? Twitch. Check it out. You get all the details there. That's our show, folks. I want to thank you for watching live on Reddit, YouTube, Twitch. Remember, if you like the show, follow, subscribe. Let's well, do the same thing. So follow, rate, and review. We do this thing once a week usually, but today's a special thing because we love the magic. Go Magic. Go Raptors. Talk to you next week. Peace out. Peace out.